Welcome to episode 123 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we continue our Hitman 2 series with the episode about Whittleton Creek. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Chicken McCord, and today I have two friends with me. The first friend, you know him, you love him. His name is Michael Ruffalo. I'm excited to talk about a sleepy little episode. A sleepy little episode where things go pew pew. My friend Mo Mertotti here too. Hi Mo. Hello, hello. Another hitman. Let's go. Uh, we are uh, entering episode five of our Hitman 2 series. So if you haven't listened to the first four episodes, stop this, go back, listen to those, and then come back here when you're ready. Uh, today we are jumping into the Whittleton Creek episode. So why don't we just get into the briefing right now? Gentlemen, let's go over the plan. The first constant is none other than Janus, the legendary Cold War spy master, a KGB senior officer and head of the 6th Column Special Branch at Lubienka, Janus is a certified genius and expert of counterintelligence. He retired from the KGB in 1988 when he fell out of favor with the Kremlin and defected to the US. Shortly after, the Soviet Union collapsed. Now, it is unclear when Janus stepped down as the constant, but since 2004, he has been a resident of a quiet community in suburban Vermont. Mr. Gray. Right. So here's the catch. As an elite KGB agent, Janus was trained to withstand interrogation and torture. No amount of pressure will force him to disclose information he doesn't want to. Instead, we will need to search his home for clues. But if Providence learns of our presence, the game is up. So we frame Janus, make Providence think he was the real shadow client. Correct. I will file a false ICA report, claiming to have traced a number of calls from Janus's house to the Institute in Romania. The case will seem clear. Mr. Gray was only a figurehead. Janus was pulling the strings all along. And by eliminating him, we will have neutralized the militia once and for all. However, for this subterfuge to work, you'll also need to deal with Janus's security detail. A Providence Herald and former Secret Service agent by the name of Nolan Cassidy. Intel describes him as diligent and inquisitive. And we cannot risk that he contradicts our story to his employer. Seems workable. I certainly hope so. Everything depends on this next move, 47. You made this our fight. Now let's even the playing field. All right, gents, so that was the briefing. What did you first think when you were entering a sleepy town in the United States, in the, the state of Vermont? I thought it was so cute. Uh, I thought it was cute. I thought it was like, oh, this seems like a great place to just live uh, until Agent 47 comes around. Yeah. For a split second, I was like waiting for like Forrest Gump to like start running across the road <laughs> and being chased down by like some bullies. I was like, run! Oh, wait, no, this is the wrong, uh, wrong medium. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was like a really nice change of pace. You know, we've been overseas for a lot of the time, and I love the episodes in the U.S., so it's really nice to, to get back onto American soil. Uh, let's do the thing that we always do where we say, who played this game the best? Uh, who do you guys think played this one the best? I think it's Mo. I doubt that. I This one I played very casually. I wasn't going aggro, but I still, spoiler alert, got my silent assassin. This, nice. This was, this was a clown fiesta for me, so... I, I, I think it, I think Mo got it. Says the man who is not in last place, uh, <laughs> with two stars, is me. 
Uh, I did the mission really quickly at 24 minutes and 47 seconds. Damn, that's uh, fast. Yeah, and I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, my score was 63,129, so not too bad. I destroyed recordings, and I got a time, a nice time bonus, but still not as good as your scores. Uh, in second place this time around is my friend, Mike Ruffalo. He's got four yeah. stars, 29 minutes, 56 seconds, 148,846. Mm, I'm I, so excited. Yeah, okay. I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear... One, how Jacob got two stars on this one, and, and two, how Mo uh, how Mo had a, an artisanal kill uh, or kills in this. Uh, Mo, five stars, silent assassin, twenty six minutes fifty five seconds, one fifty seven three forty nine. So he beat you by about uh, nine thousand points. Yeah, he's you know, a, he's a great killer. I don't know I, what to say. It's the same. Really I think. Well, I don't know. This one I did the least I've done so far, but that's not saying much because I usually try to make it flawless. Okay. Well, let's set the scene and maybe talk about the two characters and additional objective that we have to do here, and then I'll just get into it and tell you how I killed these two boys. Uh, but you have to kill Janus. I did it again, Mike. Janus. How do I say it? Janus. And what is he based off of? Uh, a Greek god. And what is this Greek god known for? Greek or Roman. I'm not, I'm not sure which one. Um, having two faces. Okay. So it's probably really apt that they've called this character Janus. Yes. I double, just think of anus process. when I say Janus. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very close. Very close. <laughs> oh, I'm a child. Uh, the second character is Nolan Cassidy, who is his bodyguard. Janus is like a killer that's been around ex-KGB. He's been around since the like 90s. He retired and he moved to Vermont. So that's the second objective. And the third objective is that you have to find essentially intel that's around the level. You know what I just realized? Sorry to, sorry to sidetrack you a bit. Janus. But I just realized Janus has two faces, one that looks to the past, one that looks to the future. Um, Ooh. The, 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 the two kills in this, game, in this level... Uh, the future, uh, Mr. What's his name? Norman? Uh, Nolan Cassidy. Nolan Cassidy. And the past, Janus himself. Hmm. You always, you always take it to a good these, place like that, Mike. These clever, clever uh, Danes. Maybe we can email uh, Morton and say, is this why? And then he'll give us just the yes or no. But <laughs> here's what I did. I walked in and... As you walk out, it's a quiet suburban block. There's a couple of residences, some under construction, and then there's some other stuff going on. There's a yoga class in the park. There's a, a mayoral election candidate who's just chilling, trying to get you to vote for his cause. What I did is I started exploring a little bit, and that would mean going in between residences, uh, noticing that you know uh, one of the Nolan Cassidy is just hanging out almost right in front of you, moving between two houses. The thing I decided to do was go into a backyard uh, where J Janus is, and dudes, within about five minutes, I killed Janus. <laughs> real wow. quick and real heinous. How? How? So I was hiding in the bushes uh, in some of the backyards. So imagine that there's like four backyards that are connected, right? And they all have fencing that uh, divides them. One of the fences where Janus is, there's a gap. So you can actually go from one of the residences on the first street that you're on and then move directly into the backyard of Janus's house that has like a very long block. Uh, I honestly took out my gun. He walked out onto the back porch and I just popped him in the head. Anyone see it? Nice. What happened? 
Uh, he just like I ran away immediately. I was like, I'm not playing here, and that was it. So I oh, just wow. I killed Janus within five minutes. I love it. I was not I was not playing around this time. I did play around though when it came to Nolan Cassidy. Mm. Um, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm interested in your take here, but I don't love. It's only happened once or twice in Hitman so far, where an objective is a non-kill objective. Like I don't love those. How do you guys feel like about what? having to go around to different places and gather intel, find a oh, tape, put it in a VCR, whatever I the heck? I didn't love it. Yeah. Well, I, I understand it from, like, the, the narrative perspective. Um, I, <laughs> you know, it it fit how I played it, I think. Um, but, yeah, not my favorite. Not my favorite. Yeah, if you, didn't, if you didn't bring it up, Jacob, I would have said, I'm starting to get to the point where, like, I don't want to do tasks that are not part of the mission right now. Like I, like Mike said, they need to like build the story because I think it's like accepted that like Hitman's not really a game where you want to follow the story episode by episode, even though it's still pretty good. It, this is like them trying to be like, hey, please pay attention almost to the, the story where it's almost like I, I, I have so much fun even without that like part of a game. I, I, the other thing I'd add is the kills in this one, eliminating the targets, it's just very easy. Like, this is the easiest I think it's ever been in a level. And because it was so easy, I think they added this in some ways beyond just pushing the narrative forward to add, you know, another challenge. Um, instead of making any of these kills more, you know, harder to, to accomplish or making the level way more complex, I think they just added more tasks for you to do that put you in harm's way. Yeah, and I'm really curious to see where the story's going because if you look at kind of the progression of this game... I don't think there's many, there's a lot of front-loaded cutscenes and story dumps about, you know, Providence, the constant, uh, Burnwood, and then Grey, who you've met, who is tied into your childhood somehow. Uh, I, I'm kind of following, but, uh, but truly, like, uh, I don't, like you, I don't really, I don't come to Hitman for, like, that grandiose, like, Bond-esque story. I come for, like, the narrative within the levels that I think people enjoy hearing us talk about so uh that was my first kill i ended up going around the level to gather i think it's like a, a tape and then you have to go into an attic put the tape in a in like a, a player and then go and discover a a like religious piece of garb is are those the three things you have to do that's not what i had to do okay like I, we'll get to yours, but like, give me give me the the brief on it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely had to get like a robe. Yep. Um, there was uh, some documents, uh -huh. I believe. Um, I'm blanking what the third was, but I don't remember having to put a cassette into anything. Oh, there was a cigar case. Oh. Uh, with a note, yeah. And see, I think there are a couple, like f at least five pieces of intel. So that's probably why there's some variation in what we're doing. That explains it. Uh, so gathered, and that's what took me the longest is finding all this intel. I'd love to try the level again, like have, knowing exactly how to get to stuff, because I bet you I could do this whole level in about like fourteen minutes. Mm -hmm. Whew. Yeah, especially if you just pop Janus when he steps outside. Didn't even bother seeing what happened after the fact, <laughs> but my last kill was Nolan Cassidy. And I watched him go between houses, and he always had a bodyguard on him. So I didn't. I actually tried once or twice to just like pop him and run, and like there are secret agents around him. So like, if you pop them, like people just start shooting you in like plain clothes. And I'm like, oh, this is this is not going to work. And that's when I discovered the exterminator. 
Ooh. Cool, cool. Tell me about it. I Did either of you kind of go through this path? No, I, I saw not. him, but I like went against. Yeah. Like I chose okay. path. So there are a couple things you have to have. You have to have a special kind of poison that uh, will essentially kill whoever comes in the house. Uh, and you also have to have the exterminator's uniform and you have to go to the side of the house and, and put the house in like um, in poison. So did all that, gathered my poison, got my uniform for the exterminator and then went outside the ha- one of his two safe houses. And then I you know, put poison in the house and it just fills the house with like vapor poison. And that doesn't doesn't get him there fast enough. So it's they, they keep saying to you like, hey, why don't you get him for sure to come in the house? And if you go into one of his safe houses, there's this like cabinet that has a bunch of guns behind it. And if you smash the glass for that cabinet, a big alarm goes off and Nolan Cassidy runs towards the house. Gotcha. And he runs kind of with a blatant disregard for all of his bodyguards and everyone else. So he... For me, I was sitting right at the top of the stairs on the second floor of his house. I'm in my exterminator uniform. I've got my pistol out, and he oh. just like barrels into the door, and I just like pop him about three times, wow. and that was my playthrough. Like very simple this time. Probably. Adored the exterminator route, and got right out of there really quickly. You're just playing hardcore Home Alone. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. That is something that a modern day Kevin McAllister would do for sure. Yes. Jacob, that's like that's probably one of the coolest playthroughs like uh, we've you've had probably for Hitman too. Like that one's gnarly. I, that's better than what I did. Mine's boring actually compared to yours, even if it was perfect or whatever. It sounds like you have the most confidence playing this one. Yeah, I I was like IDGAF when I saw Janus in the backyard, <laughs> and I'll actually share on Twitter at Jacob McCourt uh, the video because I I have the video of when I popped him in the head, and I'm not gonna lie, like I felt like a real badass. Oh man, <laughs> nice. I think you win this one, even whatever the score says. I don't know. Mike's in second place, and his his score crushed me. So, Mike, what'd you do? So, you know, I took the patented Momertati technique where you just, you know, I didn't have enough time to play through a whole level, but I was like, let me just take a look around, you know. Um, I'll see what the options are. I'll see what excites me or interests me, and then I'll I'll end up chasing that one down. And so, um, thankfully, the way this level's laid out is it's basically a big donut. And there are points of interest at pretty much every house along the donut and around it. Um, so, you know, if you go to the left, there's, when you load in and you go to the left, there's uh, a, a politician campaigning. You can sneak behind where the frogs are. You can find the neighbor with his lawsuit uh, who's suing Janus. You can find uh, the exterminators and the people doing construction and a lot of people. If you go to the right when you load in, you find a real estate agent in love with these blueberry muffins um, and, uh, and a variety of other things. So I, I thought it would be pretty fun to do two paths. The first being using the nurse's outfit to take out Janus. And the second being uh, using the realtor's outfit to take out, um, what, what's his name? Uh, Nolan Cassidy. Nolan Cassidy, yes, Nolan. Uh, he looks like an FBI agent. Um, so so first what I did was I went to the back pond and you find out, um, hey, there's a nurse here. He always hangs out with the birds before he goes to deal with Janus because it calms him and Janus is a real a-hole. Um, so you go and you find him just utterly, you know, uh, talking Janus and, and being like, oh, man, I hate this. 
and there's a guard standing nearby. So I'm like, how do I get him away from it? There's a little bike. You ring the bell on the bike. You hide in the grass. You wait till he goes over to check it out. You choke him out. And I just left him in the bush the whole time. Just didn't take his outfit. Just left him in the bush. Um, then went to go do um, the Nolan uh, situation, which was you know with the realtor. Um, and the realtor is just loving these muffins. And <laughs> you just you take a bunch of them. You put them on a plate, um, you need to poison them, and then you watch him track all the way behind this little house. Again, choked him out, brought him uh, brought him into the bush, left his body in the bush, wore his outfit. Um, I save scummed once here because I made a mistake, uh, just a, a mistake that, you know, did, I didn't think was fair. Um, I put, uh, when you go and, and talk with uh, Norman... Rockwell or whatever his name is. <laughs> Nolan uh, Cassidy. Nolan Cassidy. So when you go talk to Nolan Cassidy, his bodyguards want to frisk you. And I'm like, oh, damn, I still have a weapon on me. So I went to a mailbox um, right across the street from the blueberry muffin stand, <laughs> put, the, uh, put the gun inside of it, and I thought, great, okay. No one's over here. It's tucked away. Those and muffins are enormous. <laughs> they are huge. They're they big. They really are huge. They really are huge. I grabbed eight of them because I didn't know where else they would be useful. So, um, yes, put my gun in this thing, got frisked, walked him over to the house, opened it up, you know, showed him room by room. And I'm like, damn, his bodyguard is right behind him. How do I deal with this? So I realized there's a tray there where I can put a muffin. And I put the muffin on it and... Um, the guard gets distracted with a muffin, and I walked him down into the basement, and I choked him out. And the guard from the top of the stairs, even around a corner in the basement, uh, noticed that I had choked him out. And I was like, okay, that's, that's not what I intended. I will, I will save scum this. Yeah. So in, in the house with all the muffins, there's also a murder basement, right? There is a murder basement. So that's, that's what I ended up using. Yeah, so when I re- reloaded into it, uh, instead of trying to lose the bodyguard, I said, hey, I'm just going to show you the basement. Uh, I'm going to show you this security <laughs> system, this safe here with all these lasers. And he ends up saying to his bodyguard, hey, Johnson, I want you to go outside and check and see if there are any external signs that there's a safe down here. Mm-hmm. And so Johnson, the bodyguard, walks outside. He walks into the backyard. And uh, our, our boy, Cassidy, decides to go into the, the vault where all the lasers were after it's deactivated. And I arm it while he's in there and yells, no. And then the whole thing blows up <laughs> oh, no. and he dies and, and they're looking for me. So I run out of there. I go switch into my nurse's outfit. I run over to Janus's house. Again, get the pat down, all of that. Meanwhile, there's a little notification that uh, someone has found my weapon. Apparently, woman running around the town just decides to check every mailbox <gasps> that has uh, a, an open flag. Hey, there's mail here. Whoa, I didn't know so, that. So, yeah, yeah. It, uh, there's, there's no way that I just happened to pick the two wrong houses to put it in the mailbox. Um, I think if you just put your weapon in a mailbox, she will find it within a certain amount of time. Okay. So um, then, you know, the you go into Janice's house and... There's a bodyguard in a uh, bathrobe, and he says, look, it might look like we run a pretty loose ship around here, but uh, I run this pretty tightly. And so what's going to happen 
is you're going to go into the study and I'm going to go downstairs to run a check on you. And when you're done, we're going to allow you to take care of him. But, but I don't know you yet and I need to make sure I do before we allow you near him. And so you walk into the study and that's when the timer starts. And your handler over the phone says, Agent 47, I, we can only hold them off for so long. You need to find a way to take them out. Is this like an actual like visual timer that gets put an up? An actual visual oh, timer. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, first? an actual visual timer of five minutes. Yeah, this was the first I had ever seen something like this. I thought it was really cool. And so you're, you're looking around the study for how you get out of here. And there's a pull-down string to get into the attic. You get into the attic. You find an open window. You hop out. You're on the roof. You hop into another door. And now there are guards everywhere in this house and you need to find a way to get into the room with Janus and so I've snuck my way into the room with him and there is a guard standing right next to him and I could not I I didn't have any coins with me I didn't have my patented coins you always have coins I got rid of them because I wanted to take a lock pick and uh the the earbuds so that way um because I honestly couldn't remember if the earbuds were something that like you know, would pass a frisk test or not. And I knew you could still choke people out with them. Um, so I, you know, I was so close to completing the, that, that storyline, that, that mission line, but instead I just pulled out a Coke can and smashed the guard in the face with it and then went up to Janus. And when he started yelling, I, you know, I knocked him out and I realized, oh, I need to kill him. And his body was on the floor next to a guard. And when I went to go snap his neck, I accidentally snapped the guard's neck. Oh. And, oh. and that's where I got my non-target kill, which which dropped me a good 5,000 points. I think if I avoided that non-target kill and found a way to complete that mission, I would have got first place. For sure. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for you, Mo. I think you would have. Uh, it would have been like super close. If not, you would have taken it. I think. Yeah. And then uh, after that, it was just finding all the clues. So I just bounced around and... Um, it was was as sneaky as I could possibly be, getting getting all of the the remaining clues. My agent forty seven walked across the dock wearing a robe from a secret society. Wow! So I consider that a success. You wouldn't have won, Mike, but you would have made it very very close. Ooh. Good to know. Well, you might have got Silent Assassin too. Yeah, I would have gotten bonuses for having completed the storyline too. Oh, then maybe right. it wouldn't have been just the the five thousand difference. Right. Yeah. Chucks. Anyway, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I had a lot of fun with it. It's it's a, a level that, despite being small, I thought um, would be fun to play multiple times and see the different ways to do it. But I am incredibly interested to know how Mo ended up doing this and taking the crown. For sure. I think first I just want to say it, it is like almost like a step down from the overstimulation of the past like few like episodes where it was like yeah. so much info you had to take chaos was happening everywhere here it's like no chaos but like everything's suspicious like you don't know what's going on it looks like a friendly neighborhood but it's a hitman level it can't be just like a friendly <laughs> it's a nice change of pace i guess is what this level turned out to be and in terms of like the complexity of my kills i think only one of them was a little rowdy it was mostly like generic hitman so it starts so off. Tell us about it. Yeah, so it starts off, and um, I just head left. It's the first spot I go. I'm trying to learn as much as I can. But because there wasn't too much going on, I felt like I didn't want to explore everything because I felt like I could see almost everything that was happening. 
I walk up in front of this one household, and there's like a couple talking about some barbecue that's happening. She's like, oh, like someone's trying to, or being weird and not wanting to like enter the barbecue. You can just walk right in. Everyone in the block is invited, blah, blah, blah. Cool. I'm tra- start tracking that mission. While I do that, I see some of the other missions that you guys grabbed, but I kind of just dismissed them and continued on out here. First objective, I believe, was like I had to go find a propane tank. So some fence jumping. Eventually, I get like near this backyard that has a propane tank next to a barbecue. As soon as I hop the fence to get ready to take it, I see another conversation start happening. And it's two construction or landscaping workers having a conversation about how Giannis or Janice doesn't, uh, he likes to smoke cigarettes, but like it's bad for him because like there's a lot of oxygen tanks in his building, blah, blah, blah. And there's like, okay, you can track that level. So I kind of have that mental note, two different missions, but I'm still following that barbecue one. Do you have to get frisked to go in the barbecue? No, not to go to the barbecue. But there's a maybe an area right next to it where there's a house that's under construction where it's under construction yes. where the guys get super leery and there's a where backyard with a guard. Yeah. Yeah. I found, that's it. I found a lot of this level you could get around just by hopping those backyards and I did this more than anything. I just tracked the like NPCs routes. As soon as they turned around, I'm like, I have like ages worth of time to get to wherever I need to go. So I just hopped fences and just ran to wherever I wanted very like reckless assassin i feel like if this was an actual neighborhood someone would notice this like bald man with a neck tattoo jumping fences non-stop so anyways i i jump around i finally see uh janice's house and i see like a cupcake on the front like porch the second i see that i'm like i want to kill someone with a cupcake i don't care what the missions are so i grab it unfortunately i never put it away in time and i ended up like bashing two security guards in the head with the cupcake trigger the alarm i'm like f reset restart it get inside I grab a uh, one of the security guards' outfits that's kind of patrolling the kitchen area, where Giannis kept coming down and up. Take his take his inf- uh, his his uniform in the garage. I find a wrench as well. Climb up to the his bedroom, avoiding like the lead security guard who was the only one mm-hmm. that could identify me. Um, eventually, get to the bedroom, put the pack of cigarettes on the counter of like where his wheelchair is, and then I yeah. unlatch the oxygen tank in the room. And just walk away. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, in my head, I'm like, something's going to go boom. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm like, who's next? The, the ex-CIA agent guy. The, the, what's his name? Nolan? Nolan Cassidy. Nolan Cassidy. We, we're going to finally remember it by the, maybe the end of the episode. Norman Reedus. <laughs> <laughs> so, Norman Rockwell. So with him, I essentially just pick up that mission that I had before with the barbecue. Um, essentially, what you do is you have to get the uniform of a chef or like a cook. Um, once you have that, you have to find some kind of poison um, to eventually like lead this guy to the bathroom. So what happens is you start serving food. He comes to you and he wants to eat, but you have to serve other people. If you if you listen to the last episode, there was a barber shop uh, kill that I had where I had to like yep. take tell people to go away and then eventually like take him as a customer. This is the same mechanic, but I was feeding other people fries and then feeding him poison fries because it gives you the option like poison pretty much in front of him. And all he sees is something being shaken on, like, the french fries. He takes the french fries, starts eating them, has an upset stomach. I follow him right into the, the house. He goes to start puking in the bathroom. I get into the bathroom that the guard is guarding. Shove his face in the toilet, kill him, <laughs> dump him, leave the, the vicinity. Very, very vanilla, standard. Oh, and while I was doing that, I get a notification of kabloom. The other guys, <laughs> the other guy goes to spark a cigarette, and because the room's filled with oxygen, the spark blew up the, 
his face. Amazing. Now, it, there's a picture-in-picture in, picture in this game, right? So do you yeah. did you see the picture-in-picture yeah. picture of him? Yeah. What, what happened? Did he just pick it up and it was boom? Yeah, he, he picks up the cigarettes, and he, as soon as he lights it, before he lights it, it starts like right before, grabs a cigarette, goes for a smoke, and then boom. Exactly. The same thing. So. And is that the point where you then did your like intel gathering at the end? Intel gathering was being done throughout, and I'm, I played this level maybe two weeks ago. I can vaguely remember the objective. So when, when you guys were started talking about how, like, oh, this felt like a pain, it was such a pain that my brain just dumped it. I remember the, the <laughs> FBI agents in the back, and uh, they were, like, very awkward in the house, and no one was, could see them because they had, that was the only house with high fences and trees. So, yeah, I, I did the, the objectives, but I don't remember much of what happened. That's how, like, forgettable they were. I love the little side stories that clearly would turn into something if you if you milked them or did them the right way, like finding the propane tank for the the guy barbecuing in the backyard. Um, like I just knew something would happen there. I didn't know like how, um, and I was very tempted to just you know hook up the propane tank and watch and see what ended up yeah. happening. But I just you know I wanted to get this level completed and. With the highest score possible. Yeah, with me, I kind of I wanted to see what would happen with that propane tank, just like you. And it was not like anything. It was essentially just poison a guy, which is like what we've done so many times. So I was disappointed. Right. I feel like but once that happened, I was like, all right, that's my method. I got him. Gotta check out. Did you guys see the um, the exterminator of the the um, blanking on it the the mole molehills? No, or they were they were throwing explosives down the molehills. Um, and if you if you stole the exterminator's outfit, I, it might be exterminator, it might be gardener. Uh, but if you steal his outfit, you can go reclaim your explosives from the uh, from the cops. I saw this. Yeah, um, yeah. It seemed like that that would be a really fun one to try as well. I, I I'm very tempted to go back and, uh, and and go see what it see what it's like if you chase that down. Well, I mean, there's even a there's a storyline that involves the mailman as well, where you can like oh. take take the mailman and the creepy like creepy mailman. Yeah. Sorry. Did what you, you guys? Did you the creepy mailman? Did you guys like listen to him talk at all? No. no. He just has the dirt on everyone, and throughout the level, he is like on the phone with his wife or someone, just talking about all of their dirt. Oh man! Just house to house. Um, he's one of the ways that you can find out. Um, I'm gonna call him uh, Gary Bettis. Uh, is suing Janus. Oh wow! Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 another one that I think you can knock him out, to take him to uh, take him to get access to the neighborhood. Um, I did not find one outfit that was like the super user outfit that got you just about everywhere. Um, but the head bodyguard, General something something of uh of of janus um he was the closest i found and (laughs) i when i went into the basement to destroy the recording when he was doing the the background check on me Mm -hmm. um there were just a bunch of like head busts of heads on the table there so i i grabbed one i threw him knocked him out uh and then stole his outfit um He's very close to someone that gets you just about everywhere, but yeah. not yet a super user. I think the closest I found was the cook, like the the food person, because oh. they could go into the house, they could go into like the party. At the same time, though, it seemed like no matter what, I always had like someone who could identify me, no matter what I wore. But that one, I was pretty, I felt pretty free. It could have been maybe because I was in a nicer area when I was with like the cook. Maybe I was in residential spots. 
I think there are two different tiers of guard as well. There's the guards on the inside of the house, and then I think there's guards on the outside. I don't know if they have different privileges, but I would assume the guard on the outside has a, a bit more privilege. I'm going to say it. This wasn't my favorite Hitman 2 episode. I found it was it was a nice, like, it was a change of pace, but I kind of like the pace a lot. I like the over-stimulation, trying to see all the different, like, options and have to make, like, decisions in a flash, like, moment. This one felt a little too, like, hop the fence, find an objective, easy method. So, so tell me then, Mo, what is your favorite episode in Hitman 2 so far? Oh, I want to because there's a clear winner for me. Hmm. For uh, Miami. Uh, Miami. Yeah, okay. Miami. My, Miami as well. See, I I like that this didn't just ratchet up the difficulty even higher than Mumbai was. Um, I really appreciate that they're they're not just look going for for more complex, you know, more levels, more places to go, more ways to to screw up. As much as I did really like those levels. Um, this felt like a nice change of pace. Like, I, I enjoyed it as much as I don't think it would be my favorite level. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, that might change because we have three episodes to go. Uh, next time we jump into the Ark Society uh, in Europe, uh, then there's the Golden Handshake and the Last Resort that we have yet to play. Um, but that's going to be all that we have to say about this episode. Uh, if you like the show, do us a couple favors. One, uh, review the podcast on your podcasting platform of choice because it helps and send it to a friend because that's how people found out about podcasts. They, they receive recommendations from friends. Uh, you can find all things Left Behind Game Club at leftbehindgame.club, on Twitter at leftbehindclub, and on Instagram at leftbehindgameclub. You can also join our Discord. It's a great place to be with some wonderful, wonderful people talking about video games, deals, and other stuff too. Uh, you can find the link to that at leftbehindgame.club slash discord friends where can people find you on the internet you can find me at ruflo m on most social places online or michaelruflo.com and in the discord mo where can people find you you can find me on almost all social platforms at mercati um, but also on the discord in the discord server we're chatting about video game deals and everything news relating to video games jacob where can the find you folks can find me you? on the internet at jacob mccord on all major so- sorry <laughs> I trampled you. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCord on all major social media platforms. I'm on Twitter primarily, but I'm also on TikTok. Uh, you can find clips of the show on, on TikTok as well. I'm on TikTok at Jacob McCourt. Um, I also host another podcast called Cutscenes. It is a video game movie podcast. Uh, we are preparing for season three. You can check that out at cutscenes.ca or on all major podcasting platforms. And that's it. So, Mike, close the show. And that, my friends, is one less episode left behind. Thank you.